Cool. You got a lot of dates? Yeah. You've been going on a lot of dates? Lots of dates. <laughs> what kind of dates you been going None. on? No dates? No dates. I have a hard time believing that. Well, I guess I shouldn't say that. You don't uh, strike me as a dates kind of guy. I'll go on dates. Right, I know, but it doesn't uh, strike me as, like, your thing. <laughs> and I don't mean that, like, I don't mean, like, you wouldn't go on a date or you wouldn't be good on a date, but, like, when you're, like, macking on a chick, I don't see you being like, hey, girl, can I take you out for tapas on Thursday afternoon? Um, <laughs> I have said that. That exact sentence? If I really like someone, <laughs> I'll say, hey, I'd like to take you out on a date. Oh, okay. Do you, like... Tapas. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> do you like... Uh, it's tapas. We're talking about tapas. Do you like tapas. ceviche? <laughs> I brought, he brought some babes back last week and made him some omelets at like three in the morning. A couple of them? Yeah. Yeah, they were from Jersey. Oh, a twofer. On, the, on their way to... One was moving to Tacoma. Okay. They were really nice. I actually wasn't like... Macking. I wasn't like 100% trying to make a play. I was just like, uh huh. They were cool. Like, I had a really fun conversation with them at the observatory. Right. And, and so then you were like, were, hey. And they were closing, and I was like, hey, do you guys want to go hang out a little more? Like, do you need to get up early? And then. You guys want to go hang out at my house? <laughs> I lured them into a 12 and a half minute drive like, <laughs> up the South Hill. I mean, that's not the furthest drive, but. No. It's long enough that at some point they're like, where are we going? Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. long enough that, that at some point people are like, oh. <laughs> oh, pardon me, I'm still... No, they were cool, though. So they were cool, but, I mean... They were leaving town the next day, so it's not like I'm going to ask them out on a date. Well, right, I wasn't implying that you... Hey, had... you guys want to stay till Thursday and get some tapas? Guys, I know a really great place for tapas. I love tapas. Does Spokane have a tapas place? Like, besides Ruins? No. Tapas? Like a, it's like a small plate. Yeah, it's small plate food. We do, actually. I was just asking for the audience. Oh. Well, we're explaining it for the audience. Yes. Guy who's eating an avocado. <laughs> You're just, having a tapas right now. Dan's just eating an avocado with a spoon. Yeah. Like, he didn't slice it even... If You're it's eating it. Out, it comes if in it's own little bowl. If it's ripe enough, you can do that. I know, but he's like, he's not even eating it like a kiwi, where you eat the whole skin. He's God, scooping it can out. Can you eat avocado skin? You can eat anything, I bet, bro. Yeah. I mean, you could eat it. I don't I bet, recommend. I bet it. you could, but not with your uh, gastrointestinal tract. Oh, good point. <laughs> There's a tapas so, restaurant uh, in the Davenport gross. Grand. Oh yeah, there is now. Called what is it? I don't know. Fifty-seven plates or something. Yeah, like that. but they just do small plates. Hmm. Yeah, they're not traditional Spanish tapas. Oh, but uh, you know that's I okay. Had, I had Spanish tapas in Evansville, Indiana. Did you? Yeah. The last time I the had Spanish time. tapas, I was really disappointed, <laughs> and not because the food item wasn't good, but because I was dumb. Yeah, I you know like if you work in an industry, you get good at reading for that industry, and you can see through the flowery descriptors right. to what the product is going to be. Uh, okay, so I'm looking at this menu, and they're like, you know, like canned tuna in olive oil and fresh baguette and this cheese and all this shit, and I'm like, 
Alright, so I'm gonna get like a couple toast points with some fucking sweet ass, like good canned tuna and maybe like a little piece of cheese to eat with it. Alright, cool, whatever. Okay. So I ordered it up and I got like one fucking piece of bread that essentially had tuna, it had like a tuna melt. Yeah, like had like tuna salad with me- that cheese yeah, melted on top of it, and it was five dollars, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Like you just write shitty tuna melt yeah. on charge three, and I would have gotten two of them, right? You know what I mean? Like, but was it like fancy tuna though? Oh yeah, you know? but the problem was it was made into tuna. So I was like mashed into salad uh, and then covered like in cheese. had mayonnaise in it? Yeah, it had adulterants. It wasn't just like mashed. I was like, oh. 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 And that's when I decided. <laughs> that's what you get for getting tuna out of tapas. Right? You fucking, that's what you get for going to Ballard and spending money. <laughs> Ballard as a district of Seattle is just like, it's like a, it's like blue balls. Like, something really exciting is about to happen and never does. Well, part of that is that you got to spend so much time getting there. Like, it's not easily accessible mm-hmm. from the rest of the city. And you can't park and there. And so then the build-up uh, anything you're going to do in Ballard. Right. Oh, fair. Yeah, it's okay. Because, like, yeah, it's fucking yeah. annoying. Yeah. Okay, That's that maybe makes a lot more Ballard sense. Ballard leaves you with a semi. Yeah, and I was just like, I was ready for that chub to go full up. And it wouldn't do it. Just stop rubbing once it got to the knee. I don't know if it's going up or down, but that's oh. for the listener to decide. Yeah. I'm not but here to tell them. You didn't even specify was you, if it was your knee. Or their knee. Or Ballard's knee. Right. Bob Ballard. <laughs> anyway, Danny's with us. I, mean, I got some of that avocado. I don't know what you guys are talking about. We were talking about tapas. Oh, still. Yeah, bro. You don't have to hang out if you're just here for an avocado. Should we change the... Yeah, we're going to change the subject. No, should we change the name of the podcast to Talkin' Tapas? Talkin' Tapas? We probably should. We didn't even talk about weed or whiskey, I think, in the whole last podcast. (laughs) Papo's here, and he doesn't have a voice of his own, so I got to tell everyone that Josh stepped on him today. Yeah, I did. Uh, It was pretty sad. It was sad. It wasn't the first toes Josh has stepped on. That's true. (laughs) That's true. And the best part was he's so small that I couldn't feel him underfoot. (laughs) So I lifted up the wrong foot first. (laughs) I was like, lift up right foot. And he's like, ah! And I was like, oh, left foot. More weight. Yes. He's got like rat bones. They just kind of all move. Move to the side. He must. Flattens out. He's like, it's He's it's fine. the end of a real hot stretch. It's yeah. much nicer in here today. It's yeah. Looking at the today, it's tomorrow night. It's about tomorrow's high temperature is supposed to be seventy five degrees. I'm stoked. Which is sixteen degrees cooler <laughs> than the predicted one that it's going to be hotter than downtown. <laughs> Like, that's the thing you always forget about Spokane, yeah. right? Is they take the fucking temperature at the airport out on the fucking West Plains. Yeah. But if you're downtown... If you're in that heat island. Oh, God. Island. And especially, well, plus it's a valley, too. Yeah. So it's just like... I don't know if you and get it. downtown a, Spokane isn't the best <coughs> with street tree, trees to, like, oh, alleviate no. some of that. They don't. And God. I think they plan this on purpose. Uh-huh. When they shut down one side of the street for the construction, like the sidewalks that you can walk on. Right. 
it's middle of the afternoon. Those are all the shady sides of the street. Right. So, the, so you have to walk in the sun. You have to. It's, yeah, I, <laughs> oh, I noticed today. I was really bummed, dude. But, man, what's going on today? What do we got? Well, speaking of the heat, I worked at that steam plant block party. Yeah, how'd that go? Yeah, how's it? It started slow, and then it uh, filled up real quick when it kind of cooled down a little bit. Yeah. So, like, 2 p.m., it wasn't super cracking, 2 p.m. when it started, well, it started a little late, but that's fine. It's, like, their first time putting it on. Right. It's slow to get going. People showed up, but uh, the big crowd came, like, probably around 7. Sure. Uh, It was kind of cool, and I don't know if the train engineers did this on purpose, but the trains would go by and there were bands playing and they'd hit their horn mm-hmm. and somehow most they hit most of them right on the beat. Oh, funny. <laughs> no way they could have meant that. No. <laughs> <laughs> or the conductor was like watching the guitar's hands. Yeah. But it was pretty cool to like have a band play and then just hear Right? Yeah. I just fucking it just brings me back to the same question I've always had about train horns. Which is like, why? You've just been. Why in the city? Like, who are you alerting? Like, I can understand. They're on the tracks, bro. They're alerting the other trains. Oh. Because they have so they have to warn a train that they're coming, so they they each have time to slow down. Okay. Because if they go too fast, they they'll suck suck into each other. Right. Yeah. The usually like now like, the question is why do you need it now, with, like. The communications that we have, where they can't just yeah, or tell. like I'm just Why aren't like they low jacked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my thought was always like I thought they were trying to warn people, so like I think that's part of it. Like when the fucking train drives by Hilliard, and it goes past the old blues at the bend, and it always fucking haul off like yeah. Yeah. I was always yeah. like you know like we know well they have to do that there yeah. because it's going to cross the street. Goes over a street no, on a but, bridge. No, further down that hill though, there's a cross. I don't give on a Michigan. shit. Railroad crossing. Yeah, they do that's it, like, what the, the distance. That's what the the drop down gate thing is for. Right, but if an idiot, there's lots population of population control, man. <laughs> there's certain things you can't. You just you can only do so much for people. And trains shouldn't have horns. <laughs> But then they wouldn't be that as cute as they are. We don't have the cool ones anymore. You know what I mean? Like the old steam the train, train uses, one? Yeah, train that sounds like multi-tonal and shit. <laughs> now it just sounds like somebody stubbed their toe. It's like, Which, I mean, I guess. Gosh. It's just been real cranky, I guess. That's just my thing. It's the heat, dude. I don't... It's really the heat. I, I don't know a better way to explain it to people. I wish that it well, wasn't. Yeah. But I it think just most makes, people are like that. It makes me so short-tempered. <laughs> so that, like... Like, I don't have a fucking problem if you want to show up at 6 to the open mic that sign-ups are at 7. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's fucking hot, and I haven't eaten dinner... And now I don't get a chance to eat dinner because I gotta come fucking wait in line at six so that I can go and sign up at seven and then go eat dinner. <laughs> and it's like, or you guys could just chill your fucking asses down. That's alright. And, 
Hold on, we gotta look at a steak for Dan. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's getting there. It's yeah. fine. It, it's, a smell it it's a smell test kind of a thing, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? I ate some yeah. rotten turkey last night. Like, Get the... really rotten. What? Well, I was at my friend Shaza Jill's house. We were doing uh, the bachelorette party. Here we go. Dude, I puked so hard just telling this story <laughs> hours later. Yeah? So maybe I shouldn't. Don't yeah. tell the story. Okay. And I... It was fucking rotten. I think people can probably... Get the gist. Yeah, I, I mean, looked at the bag and it said package on the 18th, sell by the 20th. And I'm like, oh, it's the 19th. Here we go. And I open it and I'm like, ooh, that doesn't smell right. That should have been your first. I know, but yeah. I was, I was like, it's not even sell by till tomorrow. So I grabbed a little dime size, pulled off a little piece, popped it in my mouth. Oh yeah, I'm gonna puke. <laughs> and it was from like July. Oh. Yeah, that's gross. Oh man. Don't Rot do that. Rotten turkey. What kind of a person doesn't finish their lunch meat? Oh, that's the thing, though. That's a valid question that I have, too. It's... <laughs> it's in there for a month! Yeah, and it's not cheap. Like, it, I... Yeah. Lunch meat used to be a cheaper thing. Like, yeah. relatively. Like, it used to cost less money in a relative sense. Like, you could get a pound of roast beef. Like, even in today's dollars, it used to be, like six bucks and now it's ten even for like yeah. shitty Unless it's on sale right but like every lunch meat is like nine or ten dollars a pound yeah. and that's for the shitty ones and then if you want to get like boar's head yeah and this was like a good peppered right and that's part of i was like it smells funny i'm like eh, it's probably just the spices it's the spices <laughs> it's the spices <laughs> it's gotta be the spices <laughs> oh man that's gross that is gross sucks you know, uh, it's just gross. But I don't get, I don't get it. Yeah, like who doesn't eat all their lunch meat? Like, yeah. I, what's going on in your life at lunch so often that you can't have a fucking sandwich? Yeah. You already spent the money for sandwiches. Right. Like, I, I think it must just be like a poor person mentality kind of a thing. Like, like, I know the price of everything in rose hours right and i know if i buy it i know when it's going to get used which is right away <laughs> like it does not like so it's if it lasts a week like, oh i i don't buy food that lasts a week <laughs> it doesn't happen man it just doesn't happen because i don't go and buy a ton of food right i like the more continental approach mm-hmm of stopping by the market. Two to three days. Yeah, tops. every couple of days, get a new little thing or this or that. And it usually just involves me eating burrito bowls. <laughs> but I don't like to have too much of that shit laying around at any given time. Right. I don't know why. I think I it's about botulism. That's fine. Go ahead, Dan. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Dan's good. Dan's fine. No, we don't. It's great. We don't have anything super important to talk about today, I don't think. Um, I mean, we all got big. shows coming up. Yeah, but, but... But, I mean, like, we're trying to work on booking some guests. And, yeah. and by that, I mean not just comics that we hang out with. 
who we can call last minute and be like, <laughs> hey, um, you want to do podcasts? I just want to smoke a quick bowl. Right. You know, and, and, <laughs> and no, then sit here for an hour. No offense to anyone who's done it in yeah. that context. <laughs> awesome, and thank you. But, uh, like, I saw a dude at Boo Radley's today who used to come out to the fucking Brews on First open mic. Oh, yeah. Or Brews on Washington or whatever. You remember yeah. that? Was it Eric? Yeah, it was Eric. Yeah. I saw him at uh, Boo Radley's. He told Every time I see him, he tells me the best that I ever had was a, at, was a Brews on Washington. I bet he does. <laughs> I bet he does. But that's also the only time he's ever seen me. Well, he was he was under twenty one at the yeah, time, and yeah. you know, the open mic that everybody can go to is a rare thing. He uh, gave me twenty five percent off on my Boo Radley's purchase oh. today, and I was like, "Get the fuck out of town!" Local celebrity status unlocked. <laughs> uh, it was pretty, you know. That was nice. Yeah. And he wants. I told him he should come do the podcast. Yeah. He's got a band. Yeah, so that's, you know what I mean? Plus, lots of people got bands. You know what I mean? It's the same, it's kind of been the same thing, though, every summer for us. Oh. It's hard to tell if either one of us is going to be around on a Sunday. A summer, yeah, next year, we got a whole new thing worked out, I think. I want to start banking episodes. Yeah, we... Guys, that's the level of production that we're going to start to achieve here. (laughs) That's... We're going to record more than once a week the day before we publish the episode. Not to show you guys too much of how the sausage is made. Yeah. They've probably been saying it the whole time. How come these guys don't right. just do more than one episode every How come they don't session? just kind of try to do something once with their lives <laughs> and just... Like, ever. <laughs> oh, that's fucking smart, though. We should do more than one in a row. The problem is that we really have to watch ourselves with the whiskey. I think we're adults. and I think one of us is an adult. <laughs> I think it's pretty clear that I am not an adult. <laughs> I am... I think, a, like, I'm a big person. I think we have complimentary adult uh, yeah, attributes. Okay, maybe. But, like... Ah, man. I just, you know... I just don't trust myself to moderate. The problem is, is I, I know I have a, an addiction issue because, like, I can feel like my the brain need for speed. Oh. Yeah, I can feel the need for speed, but I can feel like the second I have the first drink, I can feel the switch flip in oh. my brain. Where it's like, all right, we we drank in. I get time to Just fucking the get... first one. Yeah. Okay. As soon as I go in, I'm like, all right, it's on. And if if by some chance, I manage to not power through a couple drinks in like an hour, like if I can like only like okay, so like if you go out to eat, right, and yeah. you have a beer, you get the beer in you, and you start to get like ready, you're like loose, you get that first beer buzz, you know, as it's climbing up. But then the food comes, yeah. and you're like, you can't even get halfway through your second beer. That that'll end the night for me. I'll be done. Right. But if I get like a drink or two in, and there's nothing that's just gonna make me stop drinking for a minute and or fill my stomach up, so I'm unable to continue drinking, then I'm drinking. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> then I'm fucking drinking, bro. I'm fucking drinking. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm trying not to be that way. It's a tough one. I used to be way better about it. I think uh, it comes down to the day of the week for me. <coughs> yeah? Else. What day is the good day for you to be moderate on? Sunday? Uh, I usually do okay on Sundays. Yeah. Um, dance stuff. <laughs> Not in the last month. <laughs> well, like you say, summer's... Work days, Fridays. Fridays and... Yeah, like, Sunday's kind Monday, of... Mondays. Yeah. When you're working, when you can't. <laughs> when you legally you're not allowed to. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I send, like, a lot of times I go on, like, a month or two straight of, like, every day off I drink. Yeah. And then... You reel it in. But then sometimes it's like, oh man, I don't know, maybe two or three. Yeah, no, I, I, I empathize. It's, I, I drink. I think it's more that I get sick of people and then just don't want to be out. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. And then I have a couple of drinks at home and then like watch a movie. Sure. Yeah. That's, that, that surprises me. You've become so much more outgoing and, and friendly these last few years. <laughs> Is it friendly or is I it, think or is it, it is just friendly. an act? I don't know if it's just an act, but frankly, I don't think that part matters. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't I've matter. I've always been friendly. Yeah, but you're more open about it now. Like, it was more of a choose your own adventure with you before. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you were like, well, that guy seems nice. I guess if I want to keep being his friend, I'll just keep interacting with him. <laughs> He doesn't seem to be bothered by it. Whereas now, Much. yeah, no, he's not that he's bothered. But he's like, he hasn't walked away. <laughs> but he doesn't look stoked that we're talking. I've been a really good influence on Casey. You have uh, him on me, not so much. You don't think so? No. Jeez. Jeez. Jeez, Louise. He's really throwing you under the bus here. It's all right. Haters gonna hate. People gonna talk, right? (laughs) To quote Taylor Swift, the haters gonna hate, 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 hate. Is that Taylor? Shake it off. Shake it off. Yeah. That's her, dude. I don't know. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Do I have to get Taylor Swift knowledge on you right now? No, let's skip it. Okay. (laughs) Because this shit could go down right now. I will get the goddamn. I'm getting Shazam out. Don't do it, Chieferd. Don't do it, Chieferd. put down Chieferd, put down Shazam. <laughs> down your Shazam stick. I love the concept of Shazam. That you can just hold your phone up. Yeah. And it will listen to the song and then tell you what song it is. People try to, like, sharpshoot you with that. Like, when you work at... Oh, really? Like, in the bar... You'll have music playing, and then they'll Shazam it, and then they'll go, hey, is this the the Cramps? Or whatever is going, whatever is playing, you know? And then I've learned that people do that, so I just go, yeah, you already know, you Shazammed it. Yeah, I'm watching you. And they're you so look- surprised when you call them out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a pretty dorky thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Call them out. And I'm going to say, tell them. No, Shazam is fine, but then to pretend like you don't oh, know so yeah. that you can act like yeah. you do. Like, are you hey, making, this is the cramps, Are right? those Brussels yeah. sprouts? 
It's a big thing in this house. Gross? Gross. You stupid motherfucker. Shut your dirty <laughs> whore mouth. These are God testicles. Yeah, eat all the testicles you want. They're good for your uh, libido. So are avocados, which concerns me because Dan's having sense. both. <laughs> Plus a steak. Well, you're getting old, huh? <laughs> Plus a steak. Dan, are you doing some work you, tonight? You gotta keep yeah. that testosterone level up. I, I don't know if it's actually true with avocados, but it was one of the f- most consistent things that came up on all the lists when I looked up like common foods that raise testosterone. Right. And That's anything with the cholesterol in it is big. Oh, really? Because your body needs cholesterol to produce, like it converts testosterone from cholesterol. Oh, well there you go. Yeah, he's smart. Yeah, that's pretty fucking smart, actually. Yeah. Good knowledge. Did you learn that when you sampled french fries? <laughs> at, the food, at the food science yeah. building? Is that one of the, they just told well, yeah, you? Well, they had a poster behind the french fries. <laughs> <laughs> and I was there all day. <laughs> you really not like Brussels sprouts? <coughs> uh, not really. So those girls' case you brought back uh-huh. made them omelets, uh-huh. and he's like, "You want Brussels sprouts in your omelets?" And they were like, "Uh, yeah. Can you do that? <laughs> you can put like, anything yeah. in an omelet." And they made them, and they were like, "These are the best fucking omelets we've ever had." <laughs> I buy it. I like. Uh, I'll I'll do a Brussels sprout with onion and bacon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I usually roast them with at least onion. You know what I mean? But, like, just a roast Brussels sprout or a steamed Brussels sprout? Yeah, that's good. I don't want that. I want no part of that. The older I get, the more it does appeal to me. Yeah. But I still don't want it. Do you like sauerkraut? I do like sauerkraut. It's almost like that. It's not not like sour. Yeah. It doesn't, it, it's not the same. I'll give you one in a minute. You're going to like it. Do you guarantee it? <laughs> I guarantee it. Okay. Guarantee it. Uh, so my your... grandmother really loves them. Oh, what was that? Oh, I was going to move on. Let's but, do it. Well, I just wanted to find out your predictions for the drinking debate. Today. Oh! <coughs> uh, You're on Spermita Triangle? No, I'm on Team oh. Trigger Warning. Trigger Warning. With who? Sam Vidovich and our captain, Stephen Ty. Oh. Oh. Someone doesn't beat a, those goddamn basketball players. Well, I think that's the thing, though, is that they're just going to win. No, they're going down. No, they're not. Why they're, not? They're going to win. Not funny enough? Not smart enough? No, they're just because they win. No. <laughs> no, no, no. They're no, ready no. to fall. We well, almost right. brought them down. No, time. I agree. And they've lost several times if all you're going on is merit. <laughs> okay, if that's all we're going on is who actually won, then they should have lost a long time ago. Uh-huh. But like a couple of them that they had at the Big Dipper, Jesse Burt brought like 30 friends. Oh. And that's cool because frankly, that's smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but it doesn't mean they did better in the rounds. It just means that the audience, and they're like, hmm. For them, and then the other person's like, mm. they, I mean, I think there's a little bit of that, but they also legitimately do well. Yeah, I mean, they do well. I know, yeah. and that's why I don't think anyone's gonna beat them. It's because they bring more people and they do well. Yeah. They, if they, if they have an off night, you know what I mean, they could lose like last month, right? My new strategy is to just start helping pick the judges, 
Mm -hmm. Stack that shit for when I'm in it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and that's a good strategy, too. Because the, the judge diversity needs to really bounce up. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, the whole point of having guest judges is that those judges bring their crowd. Right. That's the point of it. Yeah. It's not so other comics can be involved or, like, Harry gets an automatic spot on everything. <laughs> well, no, it's his show. He gets to be there anyway. Yeah. And, right? I think, and I think he does that. I think he's a great the, judge. To keep the scoring, like... Yeah. Uh, but I just think, like, you know, like, so they have the Smokes as the musical guest tonight, right? Yeah. So it makes sense that they could be judges. They didn't want to be judges. I don't give a fuck if they want to be judges. They should have been made to be judges. <laughs> yeah. Why don't they want... I agree. I was talking to Slater about it last night. Why, why, why wouldn't they be judges? The yeah. whole point is that they have to stick around then. You know what I mean? Like, and be a they'll part of the show. Well, I know, but then... And be a part of the show. Oh. And then people who are into the smokes go, Oh, I guess I could watch some dumbasses yell if I get to see the smoke. <laughs> okay, I got ten bucks. You know what I mean? Some like, dumbasses yell. That should be the promotional... Watch some dumbasses yell. Watch some dumbasses yell at each other. Right. <laughs> I mean... Is it not pretty close? I well, mean, we got like, Laura I'll Hall. Be there. We got Laura Hall to be a judge this time. She's bringing. She's there tonight. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, okay. I really, I really think the Bulls will win again. I think that our team will win our round, our first round. But I, I, there's like, there's so much talent across the panel. You know what I mean? Yeah. That it's just. I think at this point you got to give it to the people who are seasoned. Right. You know what I mean? And that's really what it boils down to is like they've been in every debate. You got a good team, my switch team's no, strong. No, I, I know and I, I understand that. A I'm lot not, of times I right. think you can tell like, individual, it's going to be tough to beat them, but I don't know, tonight's kind of a wild card. Individual talent, there's not, you know, I mean people, there's lots of it's very competitive, but they're in a mode. They're used to the format. They have a fucking a, uh, confidence because they've been on the streak. You know the Bulls did a yeah. six peat. So, what are these guys on four? Yeah. So they got yeah. two more. Two more. They got two more before <laughs> they before Scottie Pippen gets pissed at Michael. <laughs> yeah. Well, that old horseshit should have never went down. <laughs> you know to think that the Sonics would have traded away Scottie Pippen. <laughs> For, I don't even remember the guy's name anymore. That's how much of a bullshit trade it was. He went from the Sonics to the, the, Bulls. the Bulls. They traded Scottie Pippen for some no-name-ass dude who didn't do shit. <laughs> and he Talking became... Talking shit about Gary Payton. Was it Gary Payton? No, it wasn't Gary Payton. And it wasn't Sean Kemp. Was it Detlef Shrimp? No. <laughs> Detlef Shrimp. He was an Indiana Pacer first. That's true. So you just settle it down. Yeah, you better you better cook that inside. Nice hot stove, little oven going. Yeah, yeah thanks. Yeah. Well, the grill's out of gas because one of the burgers got left on all night. <laughs> How'd that happen? I don't need answers. I don't think it was either of us. 
Oh shit. Oh shit, dude. Shots fired. Shots fired, third roommate. We all we can't all be perfect. Nope, yeah. just me. Just me. Cause I'm the best. Around and nothing's See, ever gonna bring that, it down. That's the attitude you gotta bring in, into the debates. Well, here's the thing. Don't my in. individual rounds. Don't walk I in. already know who's gonna win those. <laughs> that's not a. That is not a debate. You even know who you're up against. I don't even care. I'm funnier than all those idiots. Oh. <laughs> oh. No. I mean, I again, I stick by the statement that if you don't feel that way when you go into the room, then. Get out! Yeah, get out of the room. And I don't, I don't think that it would be wrong for anyone to say that they think they're funnier than me. Like I hope that you feel that way. You know what I mean? I hope that people think that they are the funniest person. Gives you the confidence to get on stage and anything. You know what I mean? Like, or I get it if you're newer and you know you're not the funniest person in the room, but you know when you watch me go up, you go like. I could be that funny in like six months and then I'm going to crush that asshole. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I, that's what I want people to feel. Dumbass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I want people to, like, I don't, I don't think anyone should be intimidated of anyone. You know what I mean? Like, that's, it's comedy. Like, you know, like, certain people like certain dick jokes and certain people hate certain dick jokes. You know, like, it's just it, it's so subjective you know what I mean it's yeah. like uh, yeah. I know this person that's like oh I just want to do comedy competitions cause then like there's an objective you know cause then I'll know I'm the best and I'm like not really though I mean <laughs> right. where's the fucking rubric on judging a comedy competition is there a standardized thing like is there are <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, do they have judging testing where they, like, test judges with bad jokes to make sure they know what a shit joke yeah, is? It's not like Major League Baseball where right. the umpires go to school for two or three years or whatever. Right. It's just, like, some dickhole who's a local celebrity gets to watch you tell your yeah. jokes and yeah. goes, Oh, I like that joke. That's a real good joke. <laughs> Make me laugh. Right. Make me laugh. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Hashtag ten out of ten. Would see it again. <laughs> And that's cool, but it's like, dude, come on, comedy competition. Like, there's no bigger scam, in a way. Yeah, if if you could judge comedy that way, it would be an Olympic event. Because comedy was around when the ancient Greeks were absolutely. Out. Now they, I think there are some competitions that do more thorough jobs of it. They like try to make it more, like like. Uh, like try to make it at least more fair by giving the people like different like a multitude like doing more than one night at more than one venue you know what I mean like to see like okay so maybe you didn't crush here but tomorrow night you're gonna be at this place with this kind of crowd and maybe you crush there and so what about Phil when does he do that Phil goes down to the he does the wild card for world series how do you September how did he uh that was like a. It was like a. Wasn't it broadcast? I don't know, man. It wasn't skyped. It was like. He had to go. Him and Harry went together somewhere, but it was like. It was like a nationwide broadcast of like all those guys. Oh, probably. Show. All I know is that like. Did they make that sound do, technical enough? 
Yeah, that's a broadcast of uh, some kind of broadcast <laughs> nationally. Waves? They use some kind of wave. A micro or a tele wave <laughs> or I don't know. Good no, but like most uh, most comedy competitions, all you gotta do is pay the fee to submit and have your shit together. Like, have the five-minute video, yeah, and have the headshot, and at least a shitty bio done. And Dan is cooking a steak. Uh-oh. What? Don't be sorry. Are you using olive oil? Yeah, it's got a little rosemary in it. Really? <laughs> no. Why are you using olive oil? It's got too low of a smoke point to properly cook a steak. It's all the oil I got. I tried to tell him. I've tried to tell him more than once. Okay, I honestly think you're better off just putting it on the burner while the burner's red hot. Just kiss my ass. I will kiss your ass. Get it out here, Dan. I tried to tell you that it puts carcinogens in your food. <laughs> you might as well be eating charcoal. Which you should do if you eat some raw or shitty turkey, too, because charcoal will calm the tummy right yeah, down. Yeah. <laughs> What? That's what they used to give people for indigestion. Yeah. Charcoal pills. And that's still what they pump into your gut if you're too drunk. I yeah. know. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, sensitive Sally. I'm being a jerk again. My steak uh, smells funny. What? Yeah. It's probably just the spices. Yeah, it's the rosemary <laughs> and the olive oil. That's why it smells funny. I don't know, dude. Steak can smell funny and be fine. Like, you know? Have you ever smelled like a really old aged steak? No. Well, they smell gross. (laughs) (laughs) They do not smell like a fresh, like, vibrant, red kind of steak. Right. In fact, that little tray you have that you were resting your steak on, the yeah. next time you buy a steak, you should put it in that on that tray, put a bunch of salt below that, yeah, and then leave it in the fridge for a week. On that tray, just open, exposed. And that's gonna dry age that steak. And it's We've gonna make it really, America's really good. Test kitchen. We'll do it. Oh man, all a fucking test kitchen out. <laughs> Don't even get me started. I was blowing people's minds the other day when I was telling them how I put weed into sausage. <laughs> they were, and in fact, most times you tell people that their minds are blown <laughs> because they're so used to like Rice Krispie treats or this or that that when they're like, you're like, yeah, I made potwurst. The first time I ever heard about people making edibles with weed. Just like spaghetti. People making really spaghetti sauce with it. Just putting it in spaghetti sauce? Like, I mean, they'd make a butter or whatever. Oh. You could literally like, just throw the herb into spaghetti sauce. Just get it up to the heat, the right. If you heat, if you simmer flour herb at 220, 230 for like 30 minutes, yeah. you're going to convert all the latent. THCA, which is how it's in the plant, into just THC, which is what happens instantaneously when you you hit the lighter on it. But it's just gonna, you know, it's just gonna like, uh, blah, 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 blah. But speaking of weed, 
We're smoking Gorilla Glue today. Whoa, rad. Which, it'll, does it stick with you? Yeah, I would say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, actually. <laughs> Way to make it funny. We yeah. need those on this podcast. I do that. I know. I know. <coughs> uh, I don't know if it's named for that, that it sticks with you, but it does smell vaguely like Gorilla Glue. Like, uh, I caught a whiff of it earlier just when you opened the door. Yeah, try it out. And see if it smells like glue. <laughs> Which is, like, I guess a weird thing to be asking, but at the same time, you're like... Yeah, it's got a little... You know what I mean? There's, like, a little, a little chemically harshness. Like, we're like, whoa, that's an interesting smell for weed. <laughs> it is like, just the bee's knees, though. that remind me of? I don't know. What does it remind you of? Dan has flipped the steak, ladies and gentlemen. Are you going for a medium rare or a medium? I'm kind of cooking the shit out of it. It's not that <laughs> fucked up, dude. Go for medium. You'll be fine. I'm going for a beef jerky steak. <laughs> Gross. Jerky steak, jerky steak. I'll tell you who's being a jerk. It's you for cooking the steak too much. <laughs> oh! Zing. You don't have to beat your food in, into submission. Although that is an American way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's just good weed, and it's the current like big deal strain or one up. Just the Gorilla Glue strain, or like yeah, the, Gorilla Glue no- Gorilla Glue number four, specifically that okay. one. But like. Yeah, it's like a big deal where like people are really after it. It won the Cannabis Cup in 2015, and so maybe that's why it's such a big deal. Right. But you know, people are really into it, and we grow it at the farm, and like that's it's like we would love to grow other weed. Yeah. But that's what the people want. You know what I mean? That's the market. Right. And so it doesn't hurt our feelings to grow that. Because if that's what the people want, we're going to get the people what they want. And, you know, I mean, it's great weed. It's just like, sometimes you want to try something different. (laughs) You know what I mean? We're going through this. Are you growing it outdoors? Well, we grow it indoor mainly. Yeah. But we do have some plants outdoors. Um, right now we're going through this bullshit thing where like uh, we have so you're a botanist you know what I mean or at least a horticulturalist uh huh how's that is that a more broad and appropriate term not practicing but yeah well whatever man (laughs) you went to school for this shit yeah um so like you you're aware of phenotypical variants. Yeah. You know what I mean? How, like, it's the same genetics, but it's just like when you have a kid with the same two people, you get three different kids each time. You know what I mean? Right. You don't get the same kid every time. Zebras don't have the same stripe pattern. Right. There's a little variance in every little... And so, like, we... We have a purple dragon cross that... We have three very distinct phenotypes for, 
that we love and we can they're very different like you can totally tell them apart they smell different they grow different they look different they taste different but no one knows those phenotypes <laughs> you know what i mean like the market doesn't know like you know what i mean yeah and so us trying to sell those things as separate unique plants is just like fucking beating our head against the wall it's so difficult. Like, it's a great herb, and everyone who smokes it loves it. But it's getting the consumer to actually try it. Right. You know what I mean? They're like, wait, Ultra Lounge? <laughs> I can't look that up on Leafly. <laughs> well, it's not real. I don't want... And you're just like, well, fuck you, man. Come on. Look at the... Just look at it. Just physically with your eyes, look at that piece right. of weed, and look at how great it looks. And you're saying because you can't find a review by some dude who you've never met and probably wouldn't like as a person, you won't buy it? I'm just like so baffled. But like, it's it's the way it is. It just is the way it is. So we've, we've decided what we're going to do to combat this is start doing like, uh, I've seen other people doing it, but now we're going to start to do it. Where you do like, you know how like a brewery or a winery will just go on tour to like bars oh yeah and they'll be like hey we're coming to your bar and we're pouring beer and we'll be there to talk to your customers about our beer yeah or wine or whatever so we're just gonna like start scheduling days at dispensary or at retail shops to be like hey see this really great weed you don't know anything about (laughs) it's really great weed we'd sure love it if you tried it you'll love it if you try it we get that you don't know everything about it let us explain it does that make sense? Yeah. I just it just like bums me out that people are like so I don't know, they don't want to branch out. I get it. I do get it. There's there's comfort and familiarity. But to not want to try to like see what's out there. Anyway, right. Like we all know what you get when you buy Bisquick. Why can't you guys sell it as like a sampler pack? Where you, can, where you can buy the part of the pack. I guess you'd have that's like probably against the law. What do you mean? Like, give them the same amount that they would get in a normal, like, whatever your packaging okay. size is. Right. But give them half of what they like and what's really popular, and then the other half is... Oh, like new. a mixed thing? Yeah, like, like when you buy a 12-pack of beer, you get three different kinds of beers in it. Right. Before. Uh, you could do that. What you can't do is have any value-added product. Any value-added product. So, like, um, a number of companies wrap some jars with hemp wick. You know what I mean? Uh But if they were to advertise that that hemp wick was there as another value-added product that you could use, that's illegal. And uh, I had... Our our liquor and cannabis board rep explained it to me, like in a way that just showed me like he perfectly illustrated it to me but he also perfectly illustrated that he has no idea like what's going on <laughs> in the, like at all with what he's in charge of yeah because he's like so let me try to give you an example of what i mean so so say for example a guy selling you know a company selling jars of weed now they can't take a tiny glass pipe and put it in the jar with the weed 
so that every time you buy a jar there, we need to get a glass pipe. And I was like, yeah, that's dumb. Like, I didn't say that. pretty blatant. Right. But I'm just like, yeah, okay, fair. But first of all, no one would do that. That's, it doesn't, that costs you way more money than anything you could possibly make. So like, fine. Okay. So you clearly have no idea. But then I was like, okay, cool. And I, then I was like, I asked him if we could put a sticker underneath the label that was still on the backing. And he's like, no, no, you can't do that because that sticker is a value added product. Why does it matter? But that's I, the those are the never, regulations. But had you never said but anything, they probably would never would have known. The noticed. reasoning. The reasoning is been explaining it and like why. Like, oh, why? I don't know or care. All right, it just doesn't make any sense. Right. It's like we gotta come up with some rules. Well, yeah, that's it's because it's translated. no toys in the box. I think yeah, it's exactly. translated from like liquor. Like they're just I don't trying know. to take liquor laws and. No, 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 no. They were like, honestly, I promise you, and and I'm not, like, I love conspiracies, and I like conspiracy theory and all that, and but this is not that. In a, in a totally non-conspiratorial way, I feel and almost guarantee that people were sitting around and going, Oh, they want legal weed, huh? Oh, they can have legal weed. But they can't But it's going to be else. fucking annoying. <laughs> Go get it! <laughs> like, everything about legal weed is so fucking annoying in this state. Using Biotrack, like, the, the product that we're supposed to use. Oh, yeah. The state yeah, accountability. Definitely. Like, it's, it's, I'm, I'm confident you wouldn't even need a hundred monkeys locked in a room to get a better code written. <laughs> like, I'm sure you could do it with 65. Like, it's the worst program I've ever used. I've never used a worse program. And on top of having to, like, pay for it at an exorbitant rate, you also have to, like, maintain a subscription at, like, hundreds of dollars a month. Oh, those guys are making money. Oh, dude, they are. And all they did was lie to the state about other people not being able to do basic computer things. And the state was like... (laughs) Oh yeah, you're right. Those people can't do those I things. I see your point. Yeah, you should be. You should. We'll give you the contract for sure. Maddening. <laughs> oh, it's 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 the most infuriating part of any day of my life at work is if I have to get on the computer and use BioTrack. <laughs> like, like hitting tab will advance things down to the next thing, the next frame or window or whatever. Right. But it won't scroll the screen. Oh. So like you're tabbing down, and it's but the moving, screen's but not progressing. But down. yeah, so you have to like scroll down three lines at a time. Hit you know use your keyboard and then like scroll back. Like it's just like everywhere you go, there's another way where you can't. Oh shit! Be streamlined. <laughs> That's two real good hits to the table today for me. Yeah. God damn it! It's the heat. It's the heat, man. <laughs> I took drugs last night too. Oh, I smoked some mushrooms. You smoked mushrooms? Yeah, these kids are smoking mushrooms these days. And I'm like, I've never heard of that. That doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't. Right? No, it doesn't. It gets them too hot. Mushrooms, don't you don't want to overheat psilocybin. They've been talking about it all summer. Well, let them talk about it all and summer. I was like, hey, you want to smoke some mushrooms? I was like, no. Did you trip hard? Oh, okay. Did they trip hard? 
I just took one puff. I don't know. I was so hammered. Who knows? Right. Okay. I don't fucking buy it in the least, dude. I smoked <laughs> mushrooms. I smoked cocaine. I guess well, I shouldn't say I smoked cocaine. That's probably... I probably should have kept What do they call it? Crap? No, no. They call it cocoa puffs. When you put... Or snow topping. Like, when you put coke on a bowl of weed. Mm-hmm. And just smoke it that way. Mm-hmm. You never done that? No comment. No comment. Smart. That's the smart play. <laughs> He's going to plead the fifth, which in America means you're guilty. But maybe I'm not. Yeah, maybe. But you're not going to take a stance. Did you get a good cook on that steak? I am not. know what I think about this steak. Here, let me try a bit of it. It's hard to cut. <laughs> <laughs> Is that some sriracha on the plate? Yeah. Make your steak spicy? I'm pretty disappointed in um <laughs> in what? In that steak? Then I waited so long to cook it, and then I just ruined it. Papo says he'll eat it right right away. No, it's good. Turkey steak. I'm good. I just wanted to make sure that you didn't. I was gonna test it to see if it was fine, because like, oh, you were worried about it, and I I didn't think it was. I've cooked way worse food than that for people that pay for it. <laughs> like, okay, so... But that was... When I worked in Seattle... That was the expectation, probably, of the of the restaurant. Ah, uh, that's, that's how business was conducted at that restaurant. <laughs> like, it was called Norm's. It was in Seattle. And, Gross. And, uh... Norm's? Yeah, and, uh... I can remember so many times when I'd have like a pan of breaded fish for the fish and chips and I'd like be, you know, the bottom two layers of it, you'd get down there or you'd get it from the day before and and it would be like funky. I don't mean like you throw up in your mouth funky, but funky at all. Like not no smell. You know what I mean? Like way too fishy. And I'd be like, hey, man, is this kosher? How do you feel about this? Is that fine? Should I be? And they're like, yeah, dude. You nail it out. Let's go. <laughs> like, just fucking get it. And I was like, like, so baffled, man. I'm eating a Brussels sprout. Yeah. It's gross. <laughs> okay. No. But no. it's good for you. I know. No, um... I will say this, the older I get, the more my sugar palate dissolves away, the more I like Brussels sprouts. Yeah. They're growing on me. And the less, like, just sugar I eat, like, in my diet, like, in terms of, like, candies and sweets and sodas and that kind of shit, the more you can taste natural sweetness and vegetables and stuff like Mm. that. And that... Slowly, I've been able to say, like, if you get a good batch of Brussels sprouts, like young, fresh ones, yeah, those I can fucking get down on. They're actually like kind of sweet. Yeah. When they get as like big as per Brussels no, sprouts, you need a tight sprout. Right. Agreed. I, then they're they get bitter. You know what I mean? When they sprout out. Yeah. So then I'm like, and I've had too many of those. You know what I mean? Because my grandmother is fucking obsessed. Oh. They're at every family holiday. Mm-hmm. I love. My aunt makes them for holidays, mm-hmm. like dinners. Yeah, and it's just me, my aunt, and one of my cousins. That <laughs> Only eat it. people. So I get so many Brussels sprouts. Yeah, and it's like one of my favorite. Like, there's nothing better to me than like a big a ham 
like a holiday dinner with like ham. Yeah. And then I can have mustard and Brussels sprouts, and then sometimes mustard and some, Brussels sprouts. Mustard and ham and Brussels sprouts. Sometimes horseradish. Well, what kind of mustard? He's a mustard and pork guy. Usually like a ground, stone ground. I've never had that combo. Besides a dog, but yeah, I guess that's... Well, right, but they can be beef too. But I've never had... That's interesting. Not the single most interesting holiday tradition I've ever been a part of. It's not a tradition, it's just how I eat. <laughs> this is true, yeah. You so, might have been missing the point. It's how I eat pork products in general. Just yeah. with stone ground mustard? He likes mustard and, and horseradish. So even if you're having like a pork chop? Yeah. What? Sometimes I'll That's marinate. What I said. I'll make a marinade with mustard and like a little bit of vinegar. What? Some oil, yeah. Marinate that pork chop in it. So it's almost like a what? pickled flavor when you cook what? it. Yeah. It's like German shit. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's very German, like a sauerbraten kind of a thing. Yeah. Okay. It's delicious. Yeah, I'm not, dude, I'm not wedding in, like, I, a grossness. So I'm just like, that's not the way I go with pork. <laughs> I go apple with pork. Mm, I could do that, too. Like, if I'm marinating a pork chop, I'm seasoning up some applesauce, and I'm making my brine out of, like, applesauce. Oh, yeah. Or, no, apple juice. You know what I mean? Like, Or, like, if I'm cooking, like, a pulled pork... Right? If I'm cooking a pork shoulder, right. um, that braised liquid is going to be apple juice. You know what I mean? I don't do a dry fucking... I braise my shit up with some liquid, son. Mm. <laughs> that way when it's done and all that fat's in that liquid, you just shred that shit into that liquid and yeah. make... Oh, dude. Boom, bow, motherfucker. But I'm, I want to try this mustard. And I, I mean, horseradish makes sense. Pork's got a light sweetness to it. It could use some stank on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is crazy, boys. Um, uh, I started a grease fire last night. <laughs> In your apartment? No. At my friend's lake cabin. Um, Did they have, uh, what do you put on that? Uh, baking soda? Salt, baking soda. Flour, maybe? Flour doesn't work. He tried Bisquick powder it just made it worse. he came out with pancake mix powder i was like dude do you have i was like hey man do you have any uh salt you walk out calmly do you happen to have no yeah well i know how to deal with a fucking grease fire and it's yeah. contained in the grill right and they're all tripping because the propane i'm like guys it's shut up okay first of all you're being yeah. dumb <laughs> okay, it's not gonna explode the propane tank. He was literally worried about that. <laughs> but the thing that I wasn't mentioning is that they had earlier taken these pills that a colleague of ours had made <laughs> that we call them four buys that have like four really good drugs in them. <laughs> They'll clear your sinuses right out mm-hmm. and your day. <laughs> Uh, so they were coming down from that. So, like, for him to see a grease fire was like, yeah. And I was just like, no, man, everything's cool. Just yeah. I need some salt or some baking powder. And he came out with Bisquick powder. And it you could see it vaporize. Like, you could see the fire <laughs> eat it up. And, like, it did try to, did kind of damp it down. Because right. there's probably a little salt in Bisquick. Right, right. But not, it wasn't enough, dude. It wasn't enough at all. And so someone just finally told this other dude there it's like 
he's like a Johnny on the spot kind of a guy. We're like, dude, there's a fire. We need dirt or whatever. Because I was like, finally, I was like, dirt. Dirt will work. I mean, yeah. dirt will put out the grease fire right. in an instant. Yeah. Someone told this dude, he came in with a big fucking handful of dirt. He's like, just spread it evenly over the whole thing. And the grease fire was out. And like, <laughs> instantaneously. But, you know, like, probably don't. inside the house? No, it was on the uh, back patio. It wasn't even... Uh, it was on the back patio on the fucking, like, standard ass. Oh, because you said came in. I thought, yeah, I walked into like the house. In the oh, no, no. <laughs> came into the situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Casey. What's going yeah. on in your comedy life? Well, you know, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah? Uh, I mean, we can talk about your personal life if you want, but... No. That's just not the kind of dude I know you to be. If something big comes up in my personal life, I'll talk about it. Right, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. I'm not a sharer. I know. Yeah. I'm fine with that, because frankly, <laughs> I don't care. I'm a sharer. Uh, <laughs> what do I got coming up? What do you got? Uh, well, I'll be on... Uh, if any of the listeners want to tune in to... Uh, KYRS, uh, 80, oh shit, what are their calls? 92.3 and 87.3. 87. something. Your radio I, will find it if you have a good <laughs> Just type in uh, KYRS in the radio. I'll be there, yeah, you can stream it online too. Yeah, don't be a dickbag. Uh, I'll be on there Friday, September 9th on the show So There I Was. With Neil and Josh. Cool. Cool. Actually, I share a little bit. They get it out of me on that, you know. Mmm. Well. They milk the prostate, so to speak? It's probably not. I mean, if you've hung out with me long enough, it's stories you've heard. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'm not yeah. going to listen to it because I already know. <laughs> Boring. Right. <laughs> For us. Uh, right. For right. us. Dan yeah. and I, who know Casey as well I'm, as a human, because I'm a him. boring person. This has been a real snore. A real snore. For us. Right. <laughs> For yeah. Frankly, all and of these. And that's my fault. <laughs> and that's Casey's issue because he needs to do something fun with his life for once. Uh, and I'll be on that. And then I'll be hosting at the Spokane Comedy Club mm. September 22nd what? through the 24th. Say Ian Bag is the headliner. Fuck yeah. Uh, and then stay tuned for some things coming up. Oh. Oh. Some things in, some things in the works that I'm. Yeah, communicating with people about at this point, but let that be a lesson to you, newer comics. Yeah, don't talk about shit until you're ready to talk about shit. Yeah, I mean, and that's just like I get it. Everyone knows my beef for that, <laughs> right? That's clear. But, but that's a general, just a thing you should know. Like that's a life lesson that we've learned that we would like to share with you, so you don't have to go through the same shit. Because, you know, life is not fair. You know what I mean? Life is a fucking motherfucker. And if you have a cool idea... If you have an idea, tell a select few that you can trust. Yeah, figure out who... That will ask you how it's going... Right. ...to motivate you to do it. Right. But don't don't just blab your fucking mouth off about it. Because people will hear about it. And they'll Robin Williams your ass in a second. It's also like instant gratification. I compare it to like telling people you're quitting smoking. Or telling people you're going to do anything before you do it. True. Because you almost get this psychological gratification. You do get the psychological 
about it. You have done it by telling them you are, and that's the same idea with a concept. Yeah, you get the the feedback. Putting on a play, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you feel it. You get that, and then you don't go out and do it. Right. You really should have your ducks in a row before you start. Right, don't talk about it before you're ready. Yeah, oh, dude, for sure. Not to mention someone could fuck you over or whatever. Well, right, but that's, that's, honestly, that's, like, the least relevant part, because the thing that I had to come to grips with was that... When, when I thought my concept was taken or whatever, like, okay, fine, I felt shitty about it, but where was I producing the concept? Right. You know what I mean? Like, if someone's ready to do it and, and they're, a, they're a fucking go-getter and you give them an idea, you can get pissy about it and trust me, it gets you nowhere. I did it that way yeah. at first. But the, the better thing to do is to just be like, well, yeah, man, either you do it or you be grateful yeah, that sure. you, this thing is happening. You know what I mean? If you, if, if down, you love, if down, you love it, you gotta, you gotta set it free, man. <laughs> and if it comes back, then... If you spew and she bolts, it was never meant to be. Right, <laughs> right. But if you spew and she stays, <laughs> true love, bro. Uh, anyway, be my friend on Facebook. Ooh. I'm okay. on Twitter, too. Yeah. I always feel like I'm going to be too mean on Twitter. What? It's just because some of my observations about things are like... Oh. Um, are not nice. Okay, well then... Most of the time. You can... You know, a great thing to do with Twitter... Honestly, a great thing to do with Twitter... I saw Doug Benson does it, and, and he's not... I love his podcast, but he's not my favorite stand-up stand-up ever. Right. But I honestly think there's value in this. Maybe you don't have to be up on fucking stage with your phone reading your tweets back. Right. But, like, tweets are a great way for you uh, to... Test material. Not even to test it. Just to bookmark ideas. Oh. You know what I mean? Because, like... I like that. Because you know how, like, you got a you, notebook... If you put it on Twitter... It's it's recorded. It's not right. going anywhere. Right. It's dated. It's And even if it's rough... It shows wait. It shows at the exact moment that you had the thought. Yeah. It shows that this is my version of the thought. So later, when someone wants to come at me like that, you stole that joke, bro. I'm doing the same. We both have jokes about Trump. Blah blah. blah. You, you'll be like, well, you know, you know what I mean, like specific <laughs> jokes. But like, no, I could keep going. <clears throat> you'll be like, look, man. Here's where I came from. This is the tweet I had. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Plus, like when you're sitting around at open mic, and you're going. What jokes do I tell? I need to have some new jokes. You can just go look at your Twitter feed, and there's all your joke ideas. Right. Plus, There's more? Yes. There's more. Plus, it's a way for the people who already like you, who are your followers. Oh, yeah. To see you doing something new. Well, right. Can't retweet you if you're not tweeting, bro. Right, and that's the thing. It it generates buzz around you, but it's like, okay, like... No one wants to follow a comedian on Twitter for his political musings and all this shit. I mean, yeah, you can do a little bit of it, but like, yeah. if you're a comic and that's how you got a person to follow you, they want you to be funny. Yeah. And a, and a really decent way to do that is to just spit out your joke premises before you've gone and work on them. Right. You know, because we're funny dudes, so not everything is going to be golden, right? But like... No. You know... There's well, gonna be people responding to it, giving you feedback. In theory, maybe if we're, you know, if you're popular enough or whatever. But like, I just, I just really like that concept of using it as like a your joke notebook. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. 
It does, yeah. Oh it God. does fucking open you up to people stealing your concepts or jocking your shit, like, going really close to what you're doing. Right. But, I mean... Nobody can tell that joke but me. Right. The, the longer I, I do comedy, the more I believe in the concept of, like, simultaneous Good premise stretch. generation. Oh, like, parallel thought. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just, yeah. I just... You can't own things. Yeah. You can own an exact series of words for a couple minutes or whatever. Like, yeah, that's your bit. Yeah. But you don't own mothers-in-law. Like, you don't own you don't own any of that shit. Everybody can talk about whatever the fuck they want to talk right. about. The beauty of the format is that it's your unique take on that. Right. If you're jocking, if you're taking someone's shit and you're trying to spit, that's fucked up. But like. We can all talk about the same... Like, that might even be a fun comedy show. Is to, like, have the premises pre-decided. Like, everyone's going to talk about these show five topics. Does that. Yeah, it kind of does. Bit, yeah. But, like, it might be fun to just have, like, a feature thing where you're like, Hey, man, these are the three topics tonight. Everyone's talking about this. Because there's no reason that, you know, like, dude, we all have... We're human beings. We go through many of the same things. Yeah, yeah we're, we're all everybody's unique. Everybody's been on an airplane. Right. You yeah. know, everybody's wanted to know what would happen if you ran up on stage and punched that dude in the musical. <laughs> That's just you. <laughs> what? I always wanted to know. When I had season tickets to musicals when I was younger, I was like, what if I fucking went up there and punched Jean Valjean? <laughs> just socked him on good. Ran right up on the aisle. Just for no side. reason. You yeah. push a lot of people off. I know. <laughs> what would happen? I think you'd go to jail. I'm sure I would have gone to jail. But maybe not. Maybe they would have been so shocked. <laughs> when I, I punched him and then I jumped down if in the orchestra in, pit. You're in costume? Yeah. No, I, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> inspired. Oh, okay, that's, that was the level that I was missing. You gotta be in costume if you wanna you gotta, go punch people. Yeah. You gotta dress like you're in the French Revolution. Anyway. Um What you got going on there, Josh? Do you have to fire yourself? Every Thursday at ten. Okay. Thought that, but I wanted to double. At Nito Burrito. How's that going? It's going all right. Pretty good last yeah. time I was there. Yeah, um, a lot of the comics have come up to me and said it used to be their least favorite place. Mm-hmm. But now, now it's not. It's moving up I think there. the weekly has helped. I think the weekly has helped. The weekly's helped, and I think it's just uh, a lot of the comics. A lot of the comics maturing a little more. Yeah, right. And so understanding what, that, like, what's going on. You're taking over a room, and half the people don't like. If they don't there are give, people there when you get there. Half of them don't know, and they don't give a shit. Yeah, like there are people that show up yeah. for comedy there. Yeah, and it baffles me every time. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait, you're coming? And they listen attentively. They know, they, but they don't laugh. <laughs> That's what I love. Yeah. Like they sit there, like we're giving a lecture. Yeah, like just like, like, like leaning forward. Talk. Yeah, like rapt attention. Yeah. but they will not laugh yeah. until like you know. Every now and then you can crack that nut. It's just like the weirdest thing. You're like, guys, I need you to like mash your hands together to let me yeah. know. Just give me like give me something, something yeah. other than like this, like this eager, like uh huh, yeah, like okay, cool. But you need, I need noises. Um, I'm doing the drinking debate tonight. 
That's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, I was booked on a show that I'm not doing anymore because I got weirdly unbooked from it. Oh. That one we were talking about with Tony and Devin. Oh. At the Palomino. Oh. But it turns out it's a monthly thing or something. So he was like, yeah, we'll hit you up, bro. Which, frankly, great. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Don't, great. Up north. Um. Other than that, you know, we got the stand-up showdown every Tuesday at the observatory. I think it was good to start that in the summer. Yeah. In hindsight, and give the comics like even though there hasn't been a crowd or a big crowd. Right. The fall and winter we. We always get people out to shows. Oh, absolutely! But it's given them. It's given the comics a month to kind of like get familiar, get comfortable with that. Oh yeah, uh, and I and, and mad thanks to Nick Cavassier for jumping in last week to host when I went out to stir to feature for Simon Kaufman. Who, mad respect to you, bro. I know you're not gonna hear this probably, but I promise you that your girlfriend leaving you, if it's for weed, fuck that bitch. <laughs> Like, weed is not a valid reason to leave a man. I mean, that's that's horseshit. Or a woman. No, it's not a valid reason to break up with your partner. If you knew they smoked weed, or if you dated them, like, I guess if maybe if they were, like, hiding it, maybe or something, but, like, how do you really, yeah. you know, you reek of weed. You know what I mean? And your nose blind half the time, so you don't know you reek of weed. <laughs> and everyone else does. It's just like, you know, like, I get it. It sucks to get broken up with. But if if she's bummed because you smoke weed, I don't know what to say, man. Like, he's a fucking funny comic. He's crushing it in general. Like, no woman is worth not being able to smoke weed. That is a statement I will stand by till I die. (laughs) I would never give up smoking weed for any woman. Or man. Because everyone thinks I'm gay. (laughs) Even my fucking girlfriend was like, are you bisexual? Hey, man, everyone's on a spectrum. And that's what I said to her. I was like, yeah. I made out with a dude. (laughs) Because unlike most straight dudes, I was like, fuck it, am I gay? Let's see. Let's figure it out. Let's fucking find out tonight. (laughs) We're starting at step one, which is making out. And that's when I knew immediately that I was not gay. (laughs) Oh, uh, <laughs> dude, there's nothing worse than making out with a dude. It's like two people trying to lead a dance. <laughs> it's like Casey, if you danced with Casey. Ugh. Yeah. That guy's an idiot. Well, no, but... But, you know, like, only one person can be in charge right. of that experience. They can receive feedback from the, like, you know, from the other person... But someone needs to be in charge of the experience. <laughs> and when both people are trying to be in charge of the experience, it's just not... Chaos. It anarchy. Was, it was fucking Did anarchy. Did he hurt you? No. Did he, he didn't. But Did it he was, bite you? Huh? Did he bite you? No. Oh. No. He was really bummed when I decided I was done making out, too. <laughs> you know... You know what? I'm good. I'm good on this. Thank you. <laughs> I don't want any more of that. Oh. Oh, well. Right, what are you, you going to do, man? You got 
kudos to him for swinging for the fences, right? You yeah. never know. Good. You never know until you try, and he tried. <laughs> oh, he tried. That having been said, way in September, <laughs> I'm going to be at a room <laughs> that you guys don't know about because it hasn't been officially announced yet, featuring for Tom Lysiard. Oh. Yeah. Cool. He's funny. He is funny. I'm really stoked. And, uh... If you're a comic and you're not Stephen Ty, don't tell him about this podcast because I know he's not going to listen this far into it. But we're roasting Stephen Ty at the Observatory on Tuesday <laughs> at what would be Stand Up Showdown. Right. We have a moderately oh. stocked dais of people, but it doesn't mean that if you show up, we couldn't probably squeeze you in to yell at an idiot for a second. Yeah. So there's a chance I might not be able to do it. Well, so right. Somebody this could have my spot. Right. This coming to the thirty second. Exactly the thirty second. Yeah. So, Ooh. if you guys want to come out and you know give a little love to Stephen Ty before he moves to Portland, that'd be cool. And if not, <laughs> we get that you hate him, but don't be such a dick bag next time. At Shim Shammy, S H I M S H A M M I E. That's all my social meds. I'm only doing so. Sh- Damn it. Too drunk now. <laughs> it's so meds. I retire. It was. <laughs> uh, what kind of whiskey did we drink? Jim Beam and cola at first. Yeah. And Jim Beam and. Was it not Jim Beam Rye? No. It's bourbon. Oh. From Kentucky, it says. That? Is this a new label? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, that's... What the fuck? (laughs) I was like, well, that doesn't look like a Jim Beam label. I think they tried to modernize it. It does look uh, like they tried to make it... Like, it looks terrible. It's supposed to look like it's old and dumb. Like, that's the point of Jim Beam, is that right. it didn't change with the times. Right. Like, when everyone was like, less oak, they were like, no, not less it's oak. It's all cyclical. Yeah. Oh, these poor guys, they ruined it. They ruined it. Um, if you have questions, comments, or concerns, send us a message at weedandwhiskeyspokane at gmail.com. That's our Instagram. And we're on Twitter at weedandwhiskey1. Because at Weed and Whiskey is someone who we don't like. Well, we don't know that we don't like her. Yeah. But that I could don't have been her. one of the girls that I brought home for omelets because they were from Jersey. Oh, I should have shit. asked. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> I was drinking Pepsi milk.